I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. 137 is the time here in the KSL newsroom. I, my attitude has changed. Let me tell you, this morning I started, I was very worked up. I was very anxious about the uh, the indecision still and the uncertainty and the not knowing how, how a number of local races w- will turn out. Uh, I was all worked up and anxious about trying to be 100% up to the minute. On all of the, every single vote. I wanted to be aware of every single vote that was counted and tabulated and announced uh, with regard to the presidential election. And uh, if I'm honest, over the course of the past hour here hanging out with you, I've calmed down a great deal. Uh, the, the count still remains relatively the same. There are still some outstanding states. We need to hear from Nevada. Uh, they've reported about 89% of the vote count out there. Arizona, uh, you know, depending on who you ask, that one is still yet to be determined. Georgia, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania, and those numbers are uh, they're trickling in. And uh, hopefully, hopefully sometime soon we'll get to the, the bottom of this presidential election. Uh, but uh, until that time comes, I am going to relax and ease up knowing that I do have a confidence in the system. I have a confidence in the various uh, clerks and auditors around the country. I have a, a confidence in the various secretaries of state and lieutenant governors around the country which are responsible for this election. We will get there. We will get there. There will be distractions, there will be lawsuits, there will be claims of this and that, and you'll hear experts uh, or people pretending to be experts like me trying to interpret things and share them in a way that uh, tries to predict the future. But uh, the the calm and the, the relaxation that we can find will come in our confidence in the system. And that's my plea to you to talk a little bit more about how things are looking in this uh, presidential race, specifically on the Biden side of things. I've welcomed back to the program Scott Howell, surrogate for the Biden campaign. He joins me now. Mr. Howell, sir, how are you again? Hey, Lee. Thank you. And thank you very much uh, for inviting me back. And Lee, maybe you're right. Let's just talk about the weather. Have you seen such a blue sky in your entire life here it's, in Utah? Isn't it, it beautiful? It's absolutely beautiful. In fact, my wife <laughs> sent me some pictures of Baby Piper just a few hours ago of them uh, riding this new little bike she has over at Liberty Park. I'll tell you what. Forget this politics oh, stuff. Look at your phone. I'm going to text you a picture right now. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll sort out the election eventually. But look at that cute baby, huh? Uh, how'd I do? <laughs> that is a baby, right? There. I can't believe she's riding a bike at that age. Oh, my goodness. Well, there's a lot of help she gets from mom, but she's getting there. Uh, oh, isn't it great? Yeah. Uh, hey, t- t- tell me about how things are going in Camp Biden. Well, you know, 
seriously, we're a lot like you are, up and down, up and down. And then we watch every word that the Georgia Secretary of State just had. You probably saw the briefing on that. Uh, we watch every word of the Nevada uh, election ear uh, director. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that uh, this is what our democracy is all about. It's about being accurate. It's about being honest. It's about being fair. And I really applaud these uh, states for taking the time and wanting to do it right. Um, for us, it, it's hard. Uh, I had a friend text me last night and say, you know what? Uh, I just had to reorder my Xanax. Another friend texted and said, I got more Red Bull on the way. You know, it's just yeah. one of those things that I think, uh, I think you're right. We just need to stop and breathe. But um, we believe that Biden, you know, he's led in uh, very close on the electoral. And when you look at the 69 million uh, people that have voted, this is going to be one of the biggest turnouts in the history of our country. It's unbelievable. Um, Arizona, we thought we flipped and we thought that uh, Wisconsin was pretty well done. Nevada and Michigan and Pennsylvania. But you know what? They're not. And I think Georgia is a prime example. They've got Cobb County, Fulton County, Gwinnett County, Cab County. I, our family used to live in uh, in Georgia, and so we were very familiar with that part of the country. And and while we were there, it was very red. Uh, over the years, it's gotten more purple and even a little bit blue. So those votes coming in, as you know, any one of those could flip this, and uh, the vice president would be now be the president-elect. So uh, we're feeling good. We're staying positive. I thought Joe Biden yesterday was very presidential in his remarks. I think he is very inclusive and he wants to make this that he wants to be the president for everyone. I get concerned when I see some of these rioting acts going on. And I, I you know, I'm not going to point fingers at the left or the right. I just think it's stupid activity uh, of people that probably at the end of the day didn't even really vote. And so uh, I still have faith that whoever gets elected, we're going to stand behind them and support them. And um, I, that's that's our story, and we're sticking to it right now. Yeah. You mentioned Georgia. I'll share some of the Georgia numbers here. Right now, with 98% of votes counted and reported, Donald Trump enjoys uh, the narrowest of leads. He right now has 49.5% of the vote compared to Joe Biden's 49.2. In real numbers, that comes down to about 13,000 votes. And according to the New York Times, there are 47,277 ballots remaining to be counted in Georgia. I have seen some trend lines that look specifically at Georgia and Pennsylvania revealed throughout the day today. And as uh, and as additional like, tranches of data or you know batches of ballots have been counted and revealed, uh, it has shown that Trump is uh, losing his margins uh, a little bit, that the lead has been narrowing. And so for, uh, for President Trump, for him to be able to pull this off, he needs to, he needs to get to 100% reporting before those two lines intersect. Uh, and, and we'll see how that goes. If that is the case, if uh, President Trump holds on to Georgia, Pennsylvania, um, North Carolina. Is there is there any sense in your mind that uh, that Arizona was prematurely called and will actually go to Donald Trump? Uh, well, I do. I think that it, it came out a little too fast. And the reason that I say that is the uh, anxiety of the, the Biden team and reassessing that whole thing. And 
Um, I can't remember, Lee. Did the AP call that one? The, um, the Associated Press did. The, the Associated Press called yeah, Arizona yeah, at about yeah, two thirty yeah. in the morning, uh, just uh, yeah. on the fourth. Uh, that's it's kind of right. it's been underreported. The, Fox News, of course, famously, uh, we all knew that Fox News called it pretty early, but the Associated <laughs> Press called it right. themselves. Well, and see, that's where I think the misleading factor of that when you have Fox News calling that something for. Uh, you know the, the Trump's uh, opponent. It makes you wonder. And AP has been pretty. They've been pretty good over the years, and and they don't have a a really uh, track record of uh, not being correct. So that's why there was this enthusiasm, yeah. and there was this whole thing about, well, gee, if we got Arizona, then we are very close to it. But I, I think right now, Lee, it is going to be a barn burner, and. I just hate this whole initiative of we're going to file a lawsuit here. We're not going to do one here. We're going to stop counting ballots here, but keep counting ballots there. I think uh, next week can't come fast enough to get the final, final, final. So I hope everyone will just step back, breathe. And like Boyd Matheson said, you know, Wednesday and Thursday and Friday are here. And look at that weather out there, Lee. That is spectacular weather. There you go. Scott Howell, surrogate for the Biden campaign. Thanks so much for your time uh, and sharing it with us here on the program. Thank you, Lee. And best to Piper. Enjoy that weather. Take care. Bye-bye. Before we go to break, let me extend an invitation to you, the listener, to pick up the phone and continue this conversation with me after the break. The number is 801-575-8255. 801-KSL-TALK is the number. How are you enduring the long wait to election results? We're now into day three of election day, as they call it. Uh, How are you uh, making your way through it? Are you laser locked on the data or are you putting your feet up waiting for final word to come? I want to hear from you. Let's talk next. 801-KSL-TALK. You and me ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.